You are listening to American Snippets, the all-American podcast for those looking to dream bigger, live better, and make an impact. Hey there, welcome back to another episode of American Snippets. I'm your co-host, Barb Allen. Each week, Dave and I are going to be bringing you a podcast centered on current events, and we may be bringing in special guests who are relevant to these events, have firsthand knowledge or expertise in relation to these events. And this week, that guest happens to be me and two of my very good friends now, uh, one of whom I just met, but because of the circumstances, I feel like we've been friends for such a long time this past week. I was one of the hundreds of thousands, if not even over a million people in Washington, D.C. as part of the rally uh, regarding the Stop the Steal and all of that. And I went with my good friend Marie Cosgrove, who introduced me to her friends, uh, one of whom is Isaac Medina. And because of what happened and the uproar and the various stories coming out in the media, we decided to sit down and give our own firsthand account of what happened based only on what we were able to see from the places that we were. Later on, we did have an opportunity to sit down and connect with our other friends who were in various areas around the Capitol when uh, the anarchy broke out, really. And they were able to shed some more light on that, which we're going to be bringing them into a separate episode. But for now, here is the, uh, the interview I did, the informal chat I did from our hotel room this past week in Washington, D.C., with my friends Marie Cosgrove and Isaac Medina as we shared what we actually saw as people who were on the ground as opposed to what was shown in the media. And we compared and contrast what lined up with what we saw that was in the media and what we saw for ourselves and what did not. I hope you take the time to listen to it, and I'd really appreciate your thoughts and feedback on this incredible event that happened and uh, what your thoughts are on how we can move forward from here. You are listening to the American Snippets Podcast. Good morning from D.C. The day after anarchy, I guess. Yes, that's right. On D.C. I'm Barb, you know, and these are my friends. Introduce yourself. Marie Cosgrove. Isaac Medina. And we all attended the events in D.C. yesterday. I am obviously from New York. You guys are from... Ohio. And Texas. So... You know, a lot of traveling was done by a lot of people to attend these events. And, of course, it is all over the news. And as I appreciate hearing firsthand accounts of what happened, uh, we thought we'd hop on here and share our own firsthand accounts of what happened and a little bit of our thoughts on it, because uh, the beliefs and the message of people like us who attended is being is being denounced by people and and like other people are stepping forward to profess that they know what our intent and our purpose was in attending. And so we'd like to set that record straight and to kind of clarify what us and what we saw on the grounds as well, while also getting real and being open and honest about events at DC. We were on the steps of the Capitol when that all erupted and everything went down. We did not enter the Capitol building. We did not go up to the doors of the Capitol building uh, so we can't talk about firsthand knowledge of what happened inside the Capitol building or at the doors as it was breached. But we can absolutely speak about what we saw from the moment we hit the ground early in the morning yesterday in D.C. and at the monument and at the rally and what we saw along the way. 
and what we saw right there from the steps of the Capitol. Um, and so then you can make your own decisions on how to process that and compare and contrast it to what's in the media. We do see some things in the media that that appear to be what we saw as well, that align with what we saw as well. And we see some things that don't. So off we go. Let's talk about what did, when we hit the ground yesterday morning, what was it like, right? Well, first of all, thank you for letting us be yeah. here on your podcast. It's really exciting to be here. Um, you know, I just want to, you know, like we came here to like, you know, I came here to have a good time to spend some time with friends and you guys are like family now and, uh, and just to, you know, get away and kind of experience something new, something different, uh, you know, and we, so we came, you know, and the first thing when we first got here, it was just real positive. It was fun. I mean, it was just a great environment. It was very peaceful. Everyone celebrating, you know, um, and also we we also noticed like a bunch of t- tents, you know, the homeless, you know, you, we're kind of just capturing the environment, you know, watching it. You know, it's my first time here in D.C. and I was just absorbing everything. You know, uh, it's a beautiful city, um, so many structures and it was just a peaceful, you know, it was, it was really nice to be able to see the, the culture, the environment, spend time with friends. And um, that was my first take when I first got here. Yeah. And when you arrived, what were your plans? What were your personal plans and your goal for the day? My, my plans were just to have a good time and <laughs> have a good time with my friends. That, that was my only goal. Let's just experience this historic event in a positive way. We didn't expect what was going to happen, right? So, like, let's just go see, you know, this, um, you know, the president. You know, I was a fan of his when during the... Um, uh, uh, that TV show that he had, the oh, the, uh, Apprentice. the Apprentice. Yeah. You know, I was I was a fan, so I just happened to be a fan um, of, of Trump. You know, before he became a president, um, but that was my goal: just have a good time, absorb you know the environment, you know, and spend time with my friends. Okay, Marie, your turn. So I didn't know what to expect because the news media was saying, friends were texting me saying, the hotels are canceled, everything shut down, don't go. So I called my hotel and the hotel was like, yep, we're on, nothing's canceled. So I expected to see a lot of violence because that's what I heard on the news. It's going to be horrible. I get here, it's peaceful, everybody's super friendly, everybody's excited. This is my first rally that I've ever attended. And I came because I felt it was a historic event. Now, I've been to D.C. many times. And yes, we're right in front of the White House, literally, like it's just like a mile away. So we walked. And right here are all the tents, like you said. And that's always bothered me when I come into the city because this is where all the politicians are, left and right. What are we doing? What are the answers? Those those are some of the things that we're talking about. I don't want to come in to hear the same thing we already know. There's, you know... What's going on with the elections? Is there, you know, have they been compromised? We feel they have based on what we've been told that they've been compromised. But we don't want to hear the same things that we already know. But that is what we heard. And it's the same thing. You know, CNN is fake news, fake news, fake news. Okay, what are we going to do about it? What are the answers? What are the answers for these homeless people? The left and the right, they don't have any answers. These are Americans. We're sending money out to other countries, what about our own people? Right. What are so, policies? Hang on, let me, let me stop you here. <laughs> we, can, we can go off on it. We can go down okay. a lot of different rabbit holes. Sure. But so your intent when you came, um, when you came, you arrived and feeling like I do, that the at a, at a minimum, we need to investigate what happened in the election. I personally don't have faith 
in the integrity of the election system mm-hmm. anymore. I lost a lot of faith. I, I struggled with faith always with people in power in the first place. Uh, but now, for me, my my views have been confirmed that we just cannot trust the people who are in power. I'm very concerned for for what's going to happen to our country next. But you know, from what happened yesterday, I, I think yesterday was a symptom of what's going on and, and a prediction of what's to come as well. But uh, so when we all were there on the streets and in the morning, we got to the rally. There were already a lot of people there and we didn't see any any signs of any. But we didn't even hear any talk of anybody intending to do anything. Correct. When, in fact, the first I knew that we were all going down to the Capitol building is when it when it was said in the in the talk, you know, and then people started headed off. But we saw people of all all colors all nationalities. I heard different languages being mm-hmm. spoken. You're, I'm going to say there were easily a million people at, at the peak of the... I would say there were more. And it was so crowded. We we're like literally squashed in. Yeah. And everybody was so friendly because we were yes. trying to get out of the way. And in most places, when you're trying to scoot around, everybody's like rude. And right, like, right, right. and everybody's like, oh, pass through Patriot, pass through Patriot. Yes, yes, pass, pass, pass through Patriot. And everybody yeah. was so friendly to each other. And yes, we saw a huge Asian community, huge African-American community, huge Hispanic community, right. uh, people of all, all nationalities. Everybody all was just hanging out mm-hmm. and we were getting, and it was freezing. Like it started, the weather started to change. It's not right. cold. So you had to be committed to be there. And for the most part, up until the middle of Trump's speech, I think is when, I first noticed mm-hmm. a shift in the energy with the person behind us, for mm-hmm. instance, yelling, uh, you know, Biden's a pedophile. And, mm-hmm. or, you know, like people were just so that's where you saw some of the fringe anger starting to erupt because mm-hmm. like, it is frustrating to be told mm-hmm. over and over again. We have this evidence of this. This went wrong that hit tens of thousands of votes here, thousands mm-hmm. of votes there. And to see it so cavalierly dismissed by most of the country, including the courts and politicians, mm-hmm. is really upsetting. And especially when you're surrounded by all these people. Right. So I do think for me, that's when I caught the first signs of a little bit of like, OK, there's some actual mm-hmm. like really angry people. Like we're all mm-hmm. angry and upset, yes. but there's like angry and then there's angry. There's, right. Yeah. And so. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There were a couple people around us. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. There were some. And I think, um, you know, when you I think what ends up happening on both the left and the right, because they can both go to extremes. And I think some people end up listening to some things on the extreme on the right. And we hear all these rumors of trafficking and and all these things. So, yeah, they're going to react out of their emotions right and that was pretty that's when we when we were walking towards the capitol we stopped by the department of justice yeah and that's where there was this huge crowd there was a lot of angry people and there was that one man which i actually captured on video but he y'all were in an exchange Mm -hmm. and he was upset yelling at the police and you're like why they're protecting us Mm -hmm. you know there was one man he was up there we were first at the department of justice in terms of the people that stopped because it was on the way to the capitol Mm -hmm. building and so we just kind of parked ourselves right up front. But I didn't I didn't I just kind of was like, OK, what's happening here? And waiting to address it. And it's like at the DOJ building mm-hmm. is when it really ratcheted up mm-hmm. a little people screaming, do your job, do sure. your job. And the guy getting up in the face of the police officer and yelling at him, I couldn't. That upset me. So I put myself in between him and the police officer for a minute. Like, hey, you know, this guy would die for you. Like, what are Mm -hmm. you doing? This is not our enemy here. And he was an example to me. He didn't want to hear 
he was just checked out. He yeah. wasn't in reality. Exactly. He was not like, mm. he was making no sense. He was just like, no, you police. And these were police officers. Mm. They were black and they were mm. white. And he's yelling at all mm. of them. Like you right. are, like he had, he was just, he didn't like really filter into reality. Yeah. And, it, and, it, and it's funny how like, it, it, all it took was just one person. Yes. Just one person. Like when we first started at the rally, right before there was that shift that you mentioned yeah. that then we started to head our way towards the Capitol. It was that one guy behind us just screaming, we've already heard that already. Yes. What are you going to do Time about it? Time to do it? something about Time it. Time to do something about yeah. it. I mean, that was just one guy that we heard out of the millions that right. were surrounded by in like, like sardines. And, and then as we go towards the Department of Justice, there's that second guy. I mean, just think about it. It's just two people already out of the millions right. that are there. So it just takes that one person to like shift the attitudes and the mindsets of other people. Then like then the other the person that was like right just below the threshold. Yeah, uh-huh. I'm angry, but it's OK. Right. Then he just crossed the line like, you know, one guy instigates it and everyone else who's not strong enough mentally to just cross that line and just yeah. erupts into something that you just can't control. Yeah. Well, I want to say something. There was a time when we were, when the president speaking and right before that, everybody joined in and singing. Yes. And it was really beautiful and it was very peaceful. It was a beautiful experience. So what we experienced there compared to the Capitol is completely different. But still, it was, I would say it was peaceful until we saw some people coming through. Right. And I don't know if you're okay with me sharing this, but we saw these people coming in with golf clubs and they were hockey sticks. Hockey sticks, I'm sorry. (laughs) Hockey sticks. And they were wrapped up in in some blankets or whatever. And then they were uncovering them. So that's when we were like, what is going on? Why are they walking in with hockey sticks? And then we start hearing the rubber bullet and the tear gas being shot out. And these people started going in. And that's when we started watching from a distance people climbing the wall and doing all this stuff. I felt they were not patriots. And I don't know if you remember, we talked about it. I don't think these people are patriots. They can't be. It doesn't make right. any sense. But then we see some people just following the crowds, following the crowds. And then there were some patriots warning, hey, you don't want to go any further yeah. because they're throwing you know, bullets right. and tear gas. So don't go any further. So most of the patriots were staying behind where we were. And it was for the most, and then we just like, we better get out of here because it seems like it's getting pretty bad. Yeah. Would you, yeah. and you got up a little closer than we did. Like you were up right next to where they mm-hmm. were climbing the walls and you were kind of documenting a little mm-hmm. bit of Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, after, I, I think it was after the crowd had gotten past, you know, the, had breached the, the steps. The, had breached mm-hmm. the steps. Yeah. It's like, okay, you know, they're not shooting. There's no tear gas. Let me see if I can document any of this. Right. And so y'all stayed behind and, and I, you know, went towards the front. It was rather easy. I mean, I mean, everyone was still being funny. Yeah, go ahead. Like, yeah, it was so it, bizarre, it was weird. right? Everyone's yeah. like, no, after you, after yeah. bam. Like, yeah, like, like, like there's no. smoke and tear gas going on. <laughs> like, go ahead, girl, like, you're fine. Out, snotted <laughs> yeah, and the, crying. Like, oh, yeah, one guy's bleeding, bleeding and shot by name. the rubber bullets. Yeah, and like, like, excuse me, does yeah. he have water? It was so bizarre. Yeah, and yeah. the guy that got shot, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. You know, like, go ahead, you know, make make your way through. You know, he let me film him and document him. So even though I was uh, I was going towards the front just to get some documentation uh, on film, like everyone was still being friendly and it, it was it was still peaceful despite the guys that were just on top it was of such a mix and yeah. odd contrast. Yeah, it, it, it was weird. And so you know, I managed to get some p- pictures of the guys right up front who are climbing the wall, 
And the guy, some of these images went viral. I happened yeah. to get a snapshot of him, and I didn't know that he went viral. But I mean, <clears throat> it, it was just just random people. I think that you know there were still mentions of like Antifa and and things right. like that who could have dressed as uh, Trump supporters. You know who started it? I don't know. We weren't up front. You know, like on the lines, we were just kind of like in the back. We were like on the second level down of steps or something. Mm-hmm. So like close, but not like right up, right up there. Yeah. But we had a better view than people like mm-hmm. down in the, like below us, mm-hmm. obviously. Right. We saw um, there was at one point. So when we got there, the people in black that had that charge the stairs, they were already up there. Uh, and that was just beginning when we got there. But after they made it through, it was like there was a wave of people waiting to see if they made it through. One of the guys was shot. He fell off the stairs with the rubber bullet, you know, mm-hmm. like shot, fell off the stairs. I saw that happen. And then uh, they made it through and people were waving flags because like, they got up and everyone's cheering. But then it was like there was a coordinated wave waiting and it was hundreds of people. There were like two, maybe like three, three to five people mm-hmm. deep uh, in, a, in a line and like forming a chain like just pushing through the crowd like very very precise mm-hmm. like very like they just went they moved as one and like marie said right. we saw them taking hockey sticks out of blankets and unwrapping like they've been concealing mm-hmm. them carrying them through and then taking them out and carrying so it's definitely planned now i i can't look at one person i can't look at at you and tell if you're you know democrat or republican i can't look at a person and say mm-hmm. if he's antifa or trump mm-hmm. supporter mm-hmm. i don't know um, to be honest, I wouldn't be surprised to hear there was a blend of both, like Antifa led it. But definitely there are some far right people as well, like extremists on the right who I have heard talking about violence and wanting to do things. And this was like their opportunity to shine. So I personally wouldn't be surprised to hear that it was a blend. Antifa mm-hmm. started it. But Trump supporters were definitely I don't think I don't think the far right is absolved from this uh, personally. Right. Would you agree? I agree. I definitely agree. And what really bothered me and we talked about this if Homeland Security and all these security guards are there, why did they stop them? There was why such little, like, minimal just, security. Like minimal, minimal security. Hardly anyone there. Like, it just didn't make sense. You know there's a rally here. There's millions of people. Right. You definitely need to have more security. So that just didn't make any sense to me whatsoever how this is happening. And you see images, because um, when we saw them up there, where's security? Where's Anybody yeah. stopping them? I don't understand why it wasn't protection. barricaded off. Yeah. Like, why were those from the from the statue that people were climbing in the parking lot right outside? Right. The Capitol, like that area in back should have been just barred off, and they should have had. I've seen. I saw more people, more police officers blocking a business owner from opening his business in New York City mm-hmm. than I saw standing outside defending the Capitol mm-hmm. building. Was, I mean, keep, you can just to keep order. I'm sorry, yeah. but even in a crowd itself, right. in a concert. You have people barricading exactly. lines. Like, so why? It was like they just, they like the red carpet was rolled out for everybody right. to to approach. Where, again, even in a concert or whatever, like I've seen mm. more security. So that was really bizarre. It is, and especially well. a day like this. Yeah. Like, okay, this is a historic moment. We know that tensions are high. I mean, Giuliani said, we have evidence of fraud. We have it videotaped. So you're saying things like this. Why don't you have security? It just even the left and right, it doesn't make sense. They're yeah. both responsible. And whoever it is, I, I'm just really disappointed in yeah. them that they didn't offer that type of security. Yeah, there was, uh, you can count the securities like with your hand. Like there's, there's two there, there's <laughs> yeah. a few more there. Yeah. It's like, uh, 
Okay, right. you know, it, it didn't seem like they were trying to stop people at all. Mm-hmm. It was just like, okay, you know, we'll shoot some tear gas and then, you know, we'll, that we we right. shot enough bullets and tear gas, okay, then come on in. It was just kind of weird. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, that's I, our capital. I know, that's our, right. that, our yeah, capital. Our like, capital and there our, was like the a people who represent our state or city. Or, they are doing that. Um, so, right, it was very, very bizarre, right? Just not, not a normal thing. So, but... Again, I want to say, and what 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 is the feedback you guys are getting? I'm getting certain kind of feedback. Crazy feedback. Yeah, crazy feedback. Every all kinds of from conspiracy theories to the world's going to end to like everything. Mm -hmm. I mean, from people who know that you were here. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, all 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 of it. It's because they're really afraid of what's happening in the country. I mean, I got a text message from another public speaker, and he's in, and I'm kind of overgeneralizing when I said like the world's going to end because it's getting taxes. Taxes are going to go up. The economy is going to sink. We have no hope now. You know, the Democrats have the Senate, you know, they've got everything. They've got both houses. They've got the presidency. We have no hope, you know? So just a lot of despair and a lot of, you know, just a lot of people lost yeah, mm, a lot of good. But then I have people coming in and they're texting me, oh, Trump's going to implement his executive order. And I'm like, OK, that was in 2017. <laughs> this executive yeah. order was written. Right. Why wasn't it, you know, 18, why did they yeah. do any one in 17 and one in 18? Why? Well, he's doing them every day. Right. Yeah. But these two particular I've been told that they're going to be implemented. Why weren't they implemented before? Why wasn't anything done before? And I don't have all the answers because I'm I don't, I'm not I in know. the know. But it's just very confusing for all of us. And and to be in the crowd, yeah. like literally outside the building, but still not know what's happening. Like right. people at home, just more. making assumptions. Like, right. like are you kidding? Somebody me? Somebody would say something like, "Well, before uh-huh. they even," I think when they they excuse themselves to debate initially, someone's like, "Pence caved," and everyone's like, "Pence caved." Like, no, they actually didn't. Like, just. Two two words gets yeah. everybody pissed. Yeah, but, yeah, but, go ahead. but I had um, messages uh, like flood my inbox. You, you know, I had fr- fr- friendly ones like, "Hey Isaac, the people who know me know me." Right. My friends like, "Hey Isaac, I hope you're okay. I hope you're having fun. They know why I'm here. Like, you know, enjoy your time, but be safe." And then, of course, my mom, "Hey Isaac, are you okay?" Right. And then I had the like friends. Uh, you know, distant friends or friends I went to high school with. Hey, Isaac, don't tell me you're a domestic terrorist. Like, are you kidding me? Oh my goodness. Like, are you kidding me? Like, like no. Like, I, it, it was crazy. People th- thinking that you're out here rioting, which was, it was not rioting at, at all. Like, it, it was just, a, was it was not, a peaceful rally until the, those other people came in. And that's the thing. It depends who you're listening to. Someone has this opinion. Oh, you were there to riot. You're domestic terrorist. Then you have, I mean, you have opinions all over. And like you said earlier, we heard that and they hadn't even gone into into Congress, into right. session yet. Right. And they're already saying Pence caved and that was a rumor at that time. Right. So it's just... Um, so I think um, like for me personally, I'm already seeing this and it's predictable. Like I knew it was going to happen. The people um, that I have on social media who have are anti-Trump, whether they're pro-Biden, very few people are pro-Biden. Most of them are anti-Trump and they don't care who, you know, is it is as long as it's against Trump. But, you know, they're already saying, imagine if BLM did this, imagine. So here's what I think too. There's there's hypocrisy on both sides and it's mm-hmm. just a repet, it's just a cycle that it's just not ending, right? So yes, but, but we've denounced violence and 
at all costs. Like when I would denounce the burning down buildings that BLM and Antifa is doing, people would say, well, they're just frustrated. It's okay. I'm like, no, that's not okay. I also don't agree. I don't condone that. Like those people who did what they did yesterday do not speak for me. They don't represent me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I hate what they did for a lot of reasons. And so like, that's the difference I think between right. the people that I connect and collaborate with on this side is that we oppose it for any cause. But my experience is people on the other side, well, BLM, they're just frustrated. That, so no, like this yeah. is our chance to get up and say, we denounce this. This is not okay. So the stuff you see in the media that's being put out there, Trump supporters mm-hmm. do this. That's all a bunch of bullshit because Trump supporters don't stand for that. Yeah. And w- why we support Trump? Because he stands for what we believe in. What we support most is freedom and the American way. And so Trump happened to be the one representing that. So when we say fight for Trump, we really mean fight for freedom, fight for this, fight for that. We're I mean, fighting we, for our cause. Yeah, for, we know. even talked about that. We, yeah. we kept hearing fight for Trump. It's like, no, fight for freedom. This is why we're here. It's mm-hmm. not really the man. It's really the the message mm-hmm. of freedom. Right. And that's why we were here. Because you know, the reality is there's no politician that's perfect and they, they're all flawed. But we want freedom to prevail. And it just was a very sad day yeah. yesterday yeah. when we saw what, you know, what happened. Yeah. So final thoughts here? Well, um, you know, it's, it's great to be on here and have this platform and be able to share our, our experience. You know, um, you know, not everyone comes here for politics. You know, I'm, I'm a Christian. I have values. And, you know, and I just wanted to... Um, you know, uh, experience something like this for the first time and, and witness history. And and I think it was just a great opportunity to to see that and, 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 and to be able to be here and experience that. And and it's sad what happened. You know, I, I'm really sad because we were here to have fun and just witness history. And then a, a, a few bad apples just ruined it. And then the media just explodes everything into something negative. They don't display any of the positive stuff. Um but, you know, I hope that uh, you guys can, like, you know, take something away from this and be able to learn and see that not everyone was part of this uh, chaos. Um, and uh, and we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hopefully there's something positive comes out of this. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, so. That's, no, yeah, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying the majority. I just want people to know out there that the majority of people were peaceful. The majority of people were out there standing up for freedom. That's what they were standing for. They were standing in the cold. And it was, I mean, we were squashed up and we were in heavy jackets and we were still freezing, even with our gloves on. So it's really cool. So these people, most Americans, they are dedicated to stand for freedom. And I was getting messages on from my veteran friends on Mm -hmm. Twitter. And they're saying, thank you for standing there for us. Thank you for being there. So most Americans, I would say, were thankful that support freedom. It's not what you're seeing on the media. It's not this chaos. We were not here for that. And we do not condone that at all. Right. And so I would say to the people who are, you know, anti-Trumpers who have gone to the protests on the other side in in support, you know, against police brutality, uh, which I don't know a single person who condones police brutality, brutality, right? But when those messages and intents were hijacked by the extremists, and we denounced those extremists without that. And, you know, people on that side got offended. They were like, well, you know, but we always knew the difference between the good people and the extremists. We would just ask that now you do the same and, you know, apply the same courtesy to the people who were there peacefully as you would like apply to you and vice versa. Right. That's how it all begins. Yeah. We got to all just, 
you know, stop letting emotions run us and do that. So absolutely. Um, well, that I was think, a good, it was a good dose yeah, of our right. own medicine, I think, for uh, us in terms of experiencing that. Um, all right. So that's it. We just wanted to get that out there before we hit the road. And um, we'll catch you all later.